Ha, I'm a true to green. You might know me from things like Brackrock, Justice Volgzung's Saltstalt, and Aza. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Intruder Green Podcast. Um, sorry it's been so long since we posted some episodes, uh, but it's uh, we're back from tour, and uh, yeah, we're getting back into it, and I promise that uh, we're going to be going more rapid fire with these things and uh, make it up to you. Uh, wonderful people who are listening and helping me out with doing this. Um, I got my good buddy, Matthew Hendershot, uh, teamed up with me. He was doing photography and uh, videos on a tour. You've probably seen some of that stuff on Instagram. If you haven't, you should go check it out because he did a great job. And he was working like just as hard as we were on this thing. So that, I really appreciate that. And um, since he does his uh, podcast called I'll Take a Shot at That, we figured we could just team up and do some interviews and stuff together. And we'll do like a little crossover thing. I think it's going to be like a three or four parter. I'm not totally sure about that yet, but we'll see how it goes. And this is the first one. So I do a lot of explaining this uh, once we get into the episode. So I won't stay too much here, but I do need to give a shout out to the patrons of the wonderful Patreon. Our buddies here, Luke Ellis, Elizabeth Bernards, Hedda Royston, John Nicholas, James Michael Lamar Irving, Edward Donald, Calvin McGolder, Ronald... I don't know. I, that's a tough one. I, I, I got to start thinking of better uh, last names for that guy. Anyway, uh, new one, Pink, uh, Vaughn Cotton, Chelsea McNally, and Carlos Hernandez. Thank you guys so much. And uh, also, of course, thank you for everybody else who's on the lower tiers. We, I really appreciate you guys uh, helping me make this happen. And uh, I'm going to start updating the Patreon with some goals because we were uh, throwing some of that around in, in the van. Me and Matthew were talking. And I think I got some good ideas for uh, some more little things I can pepper in there just so you guys don't get bored with uh, paying so much money. I mean, I really appreciate it. So we'll figure out what we can do for you guys to make it more worth your while. Uh, But yeah, anyway, like I said, I explain a lot of stuff before the thing starts. So without further ado, on with the show. Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from... Intruder Green. An inmate at... Federal Correctional Institution. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1. What's up, everybody? I'm Matthew Indershot. I'm sitting here in the studio with... I'm a to Green. That's right. Intruder right. Green back on. We are back from the month-long excursion, and uh, while we were out there, we managed to grab a couple of... Uh, wait, Boozes. No, am I fucking up? I don't know. Are you fucking we were gonna up? Do, we were going to do the social media thing. Oh, yeah. Well, we could do the social media thing, too, or we could announce what we're going to talk about, or we could yeah. do, like, all together, like, we'll say one social media... And then you say a word, and then I'll say a word. <laughs> that so, sounds terrible. That does but sound terrible. We could do it. 
We can do whatever we want. Uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you guys our tour report. We were out on the road for one month. I, as the photographer for the band Masked Intruder. That's right. Intruder Green, obviously one of said intruders. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we got some stuff that we we captured out there for you. Before we jump into it, though, why don't we deal with that social media stuff? Green, you want to go ahead and hit you it with You want to do mine and I'll do yours? All right. Let me see if I can do it. Um, <laughs> Patreon.com slash Intruder Green. That's right. At Intruder Green on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, that's right. IntruderGreen.com. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, and uh, I mean, that's pretty much it. Uh, Facebook.com yeah, Facebook. slash Intruder Green. Yeah, basically, you just search Intruder Green on Facebook. You find me there. But I think Instagram is the real important one these days. Yeah, Twitter's kind of dying on the vine. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It's like, I like uh, I like when people make jokes on Twitter and stuff, but it, it's it's like, I barely pay attention to it no more. Yeah, I feel really bad about yeah. Twitter sphere. Like, you feel bad about it, huh? Yeah, it's like the neglected middle child. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, I, I'll try. You want to try and do mine? Yeah, it's just like uh, what you got: Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all at shot at that, right? Yeah, you just look for at shot at that or at tag shot at, at shot at that. And what's the Patreon? Is it uh, patreon.com slash I'll take a shot at that, or not is it just, just shot at that? Just shot at that. Don't don't type in I'll take a shot at that. Type in shot at that on patreon.com and uh give matthew and his co-hosts a shit ton of money yeah Dude. that'd be great if we could get great. any money would yeah be that's good. right oh i also gotta mention you guys need to get a, a call-in line like i do yeah you, you'll uh, have to help me uh, you have to explain to me how to do that one of these days yeah we'll figure it out uh i don't know how i figured it out i think it just happened by accident because i don't know shit about computers but uh you can call in the intruder green call-in line it's uh one six oh eight Five three five nine six zero eight, and uh, you know, leave a voicemail, ask me a question, or uh, just give me a comment. Um, as I said uh, on, on a previous episode of my podcast, uh, I'm going to be trying to step it up and do more episodes, but it's going to be stuff where I'm not necessarily having a host, so I'm going to need some topics to talk about. And uh, I don't know, Matthew, maybe you can help me out with that too. Yeah, I'd love uh, to. We'll see what happens. Sounds great, man. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. We take take uh, listener calls. That sounds fun. That's right. <laughs> so uh, we just did this massive whirlwind run. Oh, yeah. It uh, was fun. It was a lot I of mean, fun. It's been a while since I got to tour Europe. I was uh, in the can uh, last time. Not in the can, like taking a poop, but like... Uh, you know, in the slammer, in the slammer, I guess. Do some people call in the it the Huskow. can? I feel like I've heard people call it the can before. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Huskow sounds cool. That sounds like a good time, actually. Locked up in the Huskow? <laughs> yeah, all oh, right. I don't think it's a good time. Oh, okay. The big house? Yeah. Well, last, anyway, last time we, uh, the Master Intruder went on tour in Europe with the Me First and the Gimme Gimmies, I couldn't make it. So uh, it was real cool that I got to make it this time and uh, see all of Europe. Um, I don't know. I know you've toured around Europe, too, a bit. So I don't know. I think we went to a few places you hadn't been to before, though. That's, that's absolutely right. I've done uh, a lot of touring with uh, my rock and roll band, The End Men, yeah. uh, around Europe, uh, mostly in Germany, Austria, Switzerland, Italy, this sort of crescent shape of the middle mainland. Oh, yeah. Those are good places. But this tour with Mast Intruder allowed me to go to Paris for the first time. Oh, yeah. To go to the UK, London for the first time. Love uh, the UK. We got to do some fun running around in Paris, a couple of the, the famous landmarks. We went to the Arc de Triomphe. That's right. Uh, the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. That was an Eiffel. We got we got we gotta talk big. talk about that when we get to it though. I yeah. don't wanna blow it for for all of our uh I don't know, narrative 
right. narrating our adventures <laughs> right. from we gotta follow so the timeline. Let's, let's do it timeline lies, but yeah. time 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 wine lies. <laughs> Timeline wise. Well there's definitely some wine involved. Oh, we drank point. a lot of wine, didn't we? Oh yeah. Um the, wine I guess and the, whiskey. The best, so the way we're gonna do this is uh for the next couple episodes, we're gonna break the tour apart into a few segments. We did sit down uh with a, a handful of people while we were out on the road. So That's I think right. the rest of these uh, what we're going to do is kind of go through some tour stories and some war stories and some memories <laughs> and then cap the whole thing off with a nice conversation. At the end of this episode, I believe, we are going to have a chat with uh, the one and only Joe McMahon. That's right. Uh, lead singer of Smoke and Fire and obviously uh, a great independent artist in his own right with oh, an yeah. album out. Uh, and he, we sat and talked about his career and you shook his baby. <laughs> I didn't shake no baby. No, you did really good. You had yeah. the head support, the hand yeah. behind the neck. Don't, don't, did... uh, don't do no incriminating stuff on his podcast. I no, know how no, that no. goes. <laughs> uh, no, but he's got a real cute kid. And, uh, it was, uh, I didn't even know he had a kid until like, uh, that day when I was like, Hey, do you want to do a podcast? And he's like, yeah, I'm babysitting for my new kid, but I'll try to make it. And I was like, holy shit. I think the kid had a few things to a few, answered a few questions on the interview as well. That's so true. You'll something to, to look that. forward to at the end. That's right. So um, take us back. Green. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, let's go to number one. The first show uh, was the Back to the Future Festival. All right. And uh, all I all I have in my <laughs> notes about that one was drunk. Uh, you got drunk? No, but like. We got there and everybody else was drunk, oh, including man. the staff. The staff was drunk. Yeah. Party goers. That, I mean, like this I think, was East yeah. Germany throwing down hard. I'm pretty sure that the guys from Get Dead won't even remember seeing us there because they were fucking wasted. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a good time. There was one, I think the, um, the most drunk moment uh, that i can recall from that is red and i were walking around and somehow red had ended up with like a lot of extra beers oh yeah and so i think i had three beers in my hands and he had three beers in his hands we were like well we can drink these but it's a little awkward <laughs> and we came across the guy who was passed out on the ground okay just like drunk and assed out yeah. and i was like hey red you should take one of your extra beers and set it on the ground in front of him. Oh, yeah. So that when he comes to, he wakes he's up like, and he's like, oh, oh man, perfect. Yeah. There's a beer right here waiting That's for right. me. So we did that. And about 20 minutes later, when we walked by, the dude was up. He was gone. The beer was gone, too. Nice. That's <laughs> good for him. Well, it's probably bad for him, actually. But, I think that you know. uh, that festival was also the first time I have seen a piss fence. Oh, the piss fence. That was epic. Yeah. That was, uh, I mean, that's an interesting and unique way to deal with the bathroom issue, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it. it's weird because, you know, basically it was just they had a fence around like the the the, the outside area and instead of having porta potties, I feel like they did have porta potties. They did have porta potties for the women. Oh, yeah, okay. They're like, ladies can yeah. use the porta potties or if you got to sit down because yeah. it, it, it was clearly a piss fence, but it wasn't right. a shit fence. Like, that would be oh, bad news. Yeah, that would be terrible. But, but it was like a little cordoned off corner. Yeah. And then they had blocked it so you couldn't see. Yeah. And they put like a screen up so you couldn't see from the other side. Right. And it was just like, walk up to the fence and take a piss. And I think in theory, it's kind of a good idea, but uh, the thing is, so you piss all over the fence, and I get it. You could take a hose and hose it down at the end of the day, and you're good to go, right? But it doesn't account for this whole fucking uh, moat of piss right. that's just sitting there in the sun all day. Yeah. Fucking getting and so stinky. And it, it, it smells like, like a, one of our masks after a couple of shows, you know? <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. Uh, it was like a whole fucking trench or moat or whatever you want to call it. Just tons of peas. Yeah, I could see how it would work out really well uh, in, in a Maybe if it was like right on a group. hill. Yeah, but even then, something. it's just like a landslide of urine. Hey, it, we're I talking about what, 20,000 right? people? Yeah. No, it's not good for trees. It's way too much salt and nitrates. Yeah, they love that stuff. No, no, no. <laughs> That's not how that works. I love that stuff. But that was a good show. But not show. when it's in pee. A um, couple other remarkable things from that show were um, CJ Ramon. Played. Oh yeah, I got to see him. Great set. That was cool. Saw that from the side of the stage. Yeah. Uh, saw a crazy man. I can't remember the name of that German band. I don't either. Where the guy had like the nipples of his shirt cut out. Yeah, they were pretty cool. Yeah, they were they were getting down. We probably should have like taken a list. I forgot about all the bands that we played with though. So I will be totally we'll un- unhelpful out. on that front. We'll figure out how it goes though. Yeah, that's right. But that, that was a good kickoff because we got to come back and kind of chill out after that show before yeah, that's actually true. We, leaving. We, we came back to leipzig that night yeah because it was only a few hours from here that's the festival. right so back to future was a real good time indeed it was and that takes us to oh yeah then we went two. down to hamburg which was you know i never i've been to hamburg before but uh fuck it i, I can't i honestly can't remember much about this molotov show. right so what was yeah, it so, that was so molotov? hamburg was molotov uh, the oh, historic yeah. uh venue molotov down on the Reeperbahn. yeah that's right of hamburg germany and that show was fucking wild it was wild we played with the hawaiians the right? hawaiians cool guys cool yeah. band uh beppo the russian lead singer was a, a wild chap to hang out with yeah they um, were pretty cool those guys were hip <laughs> and that bar was really cool and then when, after I mean, the show was a, a packed out show. Really yeah. nice audience that night. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and I think we had a lot of fun after. Yeah. Well, it happened to be Dave Nobody's birthday that night, right? That's right. Yeah. So uh, after we all forgot about it and he got real bummed, we decided, okay, we got to make it up to him. Let's fucking get this motherfucker drunk on the streets <laughs> of Hamburg. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it was, we, we went to the we went to a couple spots on the Repo Bond, yeah. and then I guided uh, suggested that we check out one of my favorite bars on right. the Repo Bond, which is actually like a super shitty dive yeah. called uh, I believe it's Le Clouchon, and uh, you go up like a piss ridden stairwell. Yeah, but a, it was like not just a dive; like it was kind of a punk rock club, wasn't oh, it? Oh yeah, it was super. Like, like if that I place remember is correctly, awesome. Like they had a they had a concert there that night, but we missed it. Oh shit! Um, we ended up sitting out on the roof and uh, drinking beers and having a, a good time. Yeah, that's right. That's what you so. do in ha- Hamburg. Yeah, you, I, I don't know. The Reeperbahn's a weird place. Like St. Paul is sure super is. cool. You get off that strip. There's a couple of really cool places in Hamburg that you can get into. But yeah. that Reeperbahn is like you got to kind of hunt for for things that are hip. Oh yeah, because otherwise, otherwise it's, just, it's all touristy or in prostitutes, right? Yeah, that's that's yeah. right. So Le Clouchon, if you're there. Okay. Um, so yeah, I think uh, hopefully Dave Nobody had a good birthday. I'll try to make it up to him. Yeah, I think so. Um, then we were on our way to Utrecht, which uh, for me, yeah, that's right. Fucking love it. Uh, I was a little bummed with his tour that we didn't get a chance to go to Amsterdam or Rotterdam, but Utrecht was like, you know, we still got to see some of our friends from Rotterdam, mm-hmm. uh, the the peeps from Lone Wolf. And we played also with uh, the Price Doofkies, who are friends from Belgium. And uh, Kepi Gooley and the Copyrights were playing that one. Right. It was a killer show. And uh, I think it's a good little day long festival or two day festival. Yeah, something like that. But it was like a, you know, a one one venue, one stage festival. Mm-hmm. And then there was like another thing going on nearby. But like, 
I think we were, as far as the band goes, we were all really looking forward to that one just because we knew a bunch of our friends were going to be hanging out. Plus, being in the Netherlands, which is always a fucking nice time. I mean, I remember that day, you know, getting out of Germany and, and going in there and suddenly just like seeing all the, the, the slightly different architecture and just the way everybody's living. And it's like, it was just like such a pretty day. And yeah. I was like, this could not be more pleasant. And that was real nice. I always feel super positive when I'm in Holland. Yeah. I, I love it up there. I got to. I also got to see some good friends. My friends Marcus and Catherine uh, from oh, yeah. the Shady Grays, yeah. uh, which are an awesome band. They actually just played that venue. Oh, nice! Uh, that that festival was at DBs. Um, they played it as the support act for um, Reverend James Leg, whom, uh, yeah, the Inman drummer Livia Rinaldi is currently yeah. drumming uh, and supporting. So they got to see her too, oh, and uh, and that was really cool. And then the other thing is, it was it's the it was Netherlands, so we walked about a block from the venue. And oh, you got that weed. Bought some weed. All right. And it was really cool because the guy knew Mast Intruder, and so he hooked it up. Oh, damn. That's, oh, man, that makes me very proud. Yeah. I mean, that's, if there's something to be known for in Holland, like, that's, if you can get the good coffee shop hookups because you're in a kick-ass punk rock band, that's a pretty good deal. <laughs> I remember uh, a few tours back when we were in Holland for the first time. I think it was the first time. Maybe the second time. Maybe the first time. Anyway, uh, I think it was yellow and blue were like, they woke up in the morning and they were like, oh man, I want to get some coffee. So they, instead of walking and they went into a coffee shop and okay, they're right. like looking for coffee and they're, all they see is weed. <laughs> and there were like these really cute girls behind the counter and they're like, uh, do you sell coffee here? <laughs> and they're like, nope. <laughs> they don't even sell it. They call it a coffee shop, but all they sell is weed. So uh, that's interesting. Upgrade. Yeah. I mean, why not? Just go for it, you know? <laughs> So yeah, that was Utrecht. Um, <laughs> yeah, then there was the thing at the end of the night where we got a bottle of a, a whiskey from the copyrights because they oh, were flying shit. out. That's right. We got that bottle of Jameson, <laughs> and it was full. It, uh, was it, was, it full? wasn't full. Was it? What was the deal with that? I don't it's remember. Not full. It's not full. Yeah, it's not full. Yeah. We well, we all to wanted that. to share, and Dave, nobody was like pointing out. Oh, yeah, that. he wanted his whiskey. He was like, oh, you guys are going to drink all my fucking whiskey that I procured. It's not full. Like, fuck yeah, we are. Well, the other thing about it, too, uh, was that the copyrights had all been sick. Right. And, and so they gave what, us this bottle of whiskey. That's when it started for us. Yep. We all yeah. domed off of that same bottle, and everybody in the van got sick. Well, I think the thing was that one of us got sick from it because I feel like we all got sick at different times. It sort of chased its tail around the van, right? Yeah, exactly. It was definitely Dave. Which is usually how it goes. Dave and Blue got a little bit funky first. Yeah. And then it hit me right after. weak immune systems. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, man. But yeah. that, that was also a running gag. But outside of that, like I think everybody pretty much avoided the tour crud. I mean, it wasn't that bad. Even when I did get sick, it was still only like a... Like a cold, like lots of sneezing and stuffiness. I thought it was just hay fever at first. Yeah, no, it'd take like, about two days for that to kick out of the yeah, system. Yeah, yeah. It was a little bit rough. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so it's, it definitely had a much worse than that. But uh, anyway, after that, we had a day off in Bremen, right? Yeah. Do we have a day off in Bremen? Yeah, we had a day off in Bremen. That's, what'd, we, what'd we do? Oh, Bremen was cool because uh, that's when you guys found that uh, Mexican restaurant. Remember in the morning... <laughs> Our poor tour manager, Tom, got his first dose of, uh, you know, uh, basically uh, 
dudes on tour acting like babies in the morning when everybody was fucking hangry. And uh. he tried to take us to that one bar because it said they served food, but then it was like they didn't have anything vegetarian or like they only served like one meal or something like that. I don't oh, even know shit. what the deal was. But like we basically sat down for a beer in his bar, had coffee, and then realized we weren't getting any food. So then everybody like kind of just went and did their own thing. Uh, I think some of us went to this uh, crepes place, which was pretty good. I, we had burritos in Bremen after oh, yeah. walking to the river. Oh, we walked down to yeah. the river. Also, I'm totally wrong uh, about that story I just told. That was Paris that I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah, the day off in Paris. Yeah, but but yeah, for Bremen, I don't I don't remember the morning. I just remember uh, doing lots of sightseeing, and we uh, you guys found that Mexican place, right? And I ate the super hot. Pepper you ate that super hot pepper because Tom was like, "Hey, I'll buy you a beer if you eat this pepper." And I was like, "Oh, it's probably gonna kill me." So I took a little nibble, and it was like, "Oh, that's real hot, but I think <laughs> I can handle it." And I was like, "I'll do it for a beer." And I, I ate the fucking thing, and then Tom bought me a beer, and the beer kind of sucked. Yeah. Was that the uh, the trip in Bremen? No, it wasn't that. It had to have been a trip to somewhere else that I got faxed. Uh, Tom faxed me. Oh, yeah. Well, we both got faxed on his tour. You got faxed much later on the yeah. tour. For those of you who don't know Bremen. what that is, fax is like a, it's like in a ice. Danish beer. Um, yeah. But it comes it in Danish. a one liter can. And it's a fucking massive thing. It is massive. Uh, it's but it's like got real cool iced, artwork. Yeah. It's got like Vikings on it all the time. Yeah, like Viking warrior chick with a double headed battle axe. Yeah, she looks real cool. Face the facts. Yeah. Face um, the facts. No, but you were right. Those hot peppers, those uh, probably some of the hottest uh, peppers that I found in Germany as oh, far yeah, as like for sure. food goes. I was very surprised. And uh, I made, I took a big long one and I made like a primo. So I, I dug a little hole in my burrito and I Ooh. went in there laterally so that well, every that makes bite a lot I took had a little bit of bite of that pepper sure. in it. So I like cored it out. Yeah. And that's how I dealt with that. But we that's were definitely passing that around. It was a challenge for people to to choke those hot peppers down. It was pretty sweet. Hell yeah. But then, uh, so, uh, yeah. And that night, we went to that locals bar. Oh, well, that was at the end. I didn't really like that bar that much. They were playing terrible music and. No, no, no. That's Butts. You're thinking that's Munster. No, 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 no. See, they're all, they're all coming together now. Okay. But so like we went to the Mexican place and then we're walking around and, oh yeah, you guys went to the locals bar first. Yeah. We had already been to that place. Oh, you were with us. That's right. I don't remember what it, it it didn't have a name. It was just like the only advertisement was like the, the beer, the the house beer that they had. Shout it out. Cause now we're just rambling and it's like, Mm. we, we, it'd be cool if we could shout out to that bar. But, but I remember the nice thing was we found the, the, what they call the Altenstadt. It's like the old grounds. Yeah, that's right. And it's got like, uh, you know, where they got basically the main ch- old churches and like the, the rat skeller and oh, all that. Oh, this was the violin playing, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was funny. <laughs> playing all the Michael well, Jackson songs on the violin. The nice thing was we're in this like old timey courtyard. All the buildings around us are like, some of them are covered in gold and they're all like medieval built and everything like that. And we're having some beers and stuff, and that was real nice. And there was that guy playing violin. And, like, what the fuck was he doing? He was playing all sorts of, like... Play like, Michael Jackson songs. Yeah. Play like, Lady Gaga songs. Yeah, that's right. There were all these pop covers that he had worked out on electric violin. Yeah, it was real good. It was good, but it got old quick. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was real good in, like, a... In, in, in kind of, like, a, a sense of... I, I was, like, it would be real cool if this guy was playing, like... 
I don't know, fucking Beethoven or some shit, you know, like some real German classical stuff yeah. because we're in this beautiful setting and it's like that would be totally called for. Right. But the fact that he's doing like pop music <laughs> is just too funny to not be wonderful. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, oh, and then we ended up at that shitty bar. Yeah, that bar after, sucked. After, oh, but we st- we did stop by when we were in the, the Altstadt and we visited the statue of the donkey. Oh, yeah. The donkey with the dog on its back, with a cat on its back, with a chicken on its back. Right. And I kept trying to ask people what the meaning of this statue was. And they were like, oh, it's some guy like trained these animals to do this. And I was like, what the fuck? I thought there was like some super important story I behind it. I think there's this. like a, a fairy tale or a parable yeah. behind it. But honestly, we never figured that part out. Yeah. Well, anyway, you can go on Instagram and find the pictures of that. It was real good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So day off. And then we were in... Uh, Keel. Oh, Keel. Yeah. So the Keel show was, was a bit funky. That was the tiniest show we played on the tour for sure. Right. And uh, I don't really have a whole lot to say about it. It was party. I mean, it was fun. It was hot. Uh, hung out in the it kitchen. It was super hot. Yeah. Uh, the place was cool. It, it was clearly like a student cultural center that did shows, and they, they clearly dabbled in mostly punk and hardcore stuff. Um. I didn't know See, it, was, it was a student center. Yeah, uh, well, it's like a, a Shaobuda or whatever. It's like a little supported theater thing. Okay. But um, oh, what else went on in that show? Yeah, any... I don't know. Not a whole lot. It was kind of a straight up show. That local like... band that supported it was their very first show. Yeah, which that was... happened a couple times on this tour. Yeah, probably. Um, so we, they you, did know, pretty you good. know who to thank for that. We walked um, down and fucked with the ducks. Oh, yeah, we were fucking with some ducks. That was nice. I saw a hot air nice balloon, like super low. That was yeah, fun. That was nice. Uh, it was a nice area. Yeah, it was, it was real cool cute. to hang out there for a cute. minute. Um, and, oh, and that yeah. was the first appearance of that hemorrhoids sticker. Oh, yeah. As well. That a lot of reoccurring, uh, you know, bands, the hemorrhoids. Some, uh, some, some band that I was like, I, we ended up with one of their stickers, and it, and it said something like "nationalist something something," and I was like, "Ooh, I don't know about this," because oh, yeah. it was all in German. But what I realized what they were trying to say is we're nationalists of all nations or something like right. that, which basically is like being anti-nationalist. It did by look a little we're, funky. We're like nationalists of the world or something like that basically right, right. Uh, but it's still kind of like when you don't understand the language too good you're kind of like what the fuck is this i don't know i'm in a strange land and uh they could be nazis i don't know <laughs> but i don't think they were i think uh it was just uh me being you know cautious right right <laughs> um yeah keel was that and then we you're right we were in berlin after that then berlin berlin was cool berlin was pretty cool uh we played at cassiopeia again uh, we played there a few times now, which is like it's it's part of like a compound complex of an industrial park that just is full of adult entertainment stuff. I, yeah. It sounds like if I say adult entertainment, it sounds like <laughs> porno, but that's not yeah. what I meant. All right, it's like a couple of venues, a couple of DJs, a beer garden, and some restaurants, all in this industrial area. Yeah, they do that a lot in I think especially Eastern Germany. But um, sweet fucking graffiti. Yeah, and I got some vegan ice cream that night. Oh, that's interesting. And the show was real good. Yeah, the show was pretty good. Got to meet some people from Destiny at that show. I think they were all real drunk, so that's good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> that was another weird show with the opening band. With oh, because they, they were like filming a music video or something. Yeah, they were all dressed in white. Yeah, uh, with like an inflatable giraffe 
with them. Oh, that's good. Some other weird. We should get an inflatable giraffe. We got lots of inflatable stuffs, but mostly just donuts for Officer Bradford. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, why not a giraffe? That sounds like a nice thing to have. Yeah, we never did anything with the flamingos, right? We got a big. Did we have flamingos? Flamingo. I thought so. Fuck. Donuts for I love Bradford, flamingos. I got a like fucking a tattoo of a flamingo. Why don't we go? Well, the good thing is, oh shit, no, I think those got sent back to America. I was going to say, I thought I had them here, but I don't know why we're sending these fucking big ass things through airplanes to America. They probably cost like 10 bucks and probably cost like, you know, if you factor it in, uh, you know, at least 20 bucks to send each one of them. Anyway, uh, yeah, I like flamingos. Yeah. Was what it comes down to. <laughs> and Berlin is tight. Berlin is always tight. Berlin was cool. Yeah. Oh, did we... What bar did we go to after that? Did we go to a bar? Or just uh, chill? What did we do? Because we kind of hung out at the venue, but there's lots of cool bars in Berlin that I wish we would have gone to. Well, we did go did to... we go the, to Frankenbar? I don't think we made it to Frankenbar. No, at least we I didn't. didn't. We were going to go to Frankenbar because yeah. the Destiny crew wanted us all to meet him at Frankenbar, yeah. and then we ended up not... Yeah. It just got late real oh, quick. Oh, because we had a long drive the next yeah. day. But... What we skipped over is that uh, we spent the day uh, at the Ramones Museum. That's right. That is right. Hanging out with Flo. What up, Flo? What up, Flo? Got to get him on the podcast. I yeah, think that would be great. Be good to do both of them. We should, uh, you know, tag team Flo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's podcasts. tag team Flo. You know, so to speak. <laughs> or, you know. Or double teaming. Both of those things. You know, something sexual, whatever. <laughs> uh so yeah, but that was cool. Had you been there before? I have been there before. I had yeah. breakfast there with uh, our friend Steph. Um, oh yeah. So that was a cool because it's in this quarter. It's in this area by a train stop, which is actually um, really compacted, full of cool stuff. So anytime I've been to Berlin, it's sort of uh, Kreuzberg, Friedrichshain uh, center area around this uh, train stop. Yeah. And there's like a really nice bridge that you can hang out on. Um, there's like uh, some nice markets and a shopping district and then a lot of cool bars. Um, That's right. Yeah. yeah. And, and so we ended up uh, hanging out in that area. And the Ramones Museum's right there. And it's a super cool place. It is super cool. It's 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 my favorite thing like to, to go to in Berlin. It's like there's some cool bars, but I always try to make sure I get time at the Ramones Museum when we're there. Um, we didn't do anything special. Like he talked about, he's had some people do, uh, they do like know, acoustic, acoustic shows. shows. Yeah. Honestly, I'll say it now. Let it be known to the public. I kind of hate the acoustic punk thing. I know a lot of my friends are doing it and a lot of them are doing it in a way that's like, it's real good where it's like, they're not just doing, you know, Ramon style acoustic punk. Um, but you know, some guys are doing like really good acoustic music, but with a punk attitude and that I can get into. But when it's just like downstrokes and it's acoustic to me, you're, you're missing the best of both of those worlds. You know, like a good acoustic song is kind of like you're doing something different with the guitar than you would normally do if it was plugged into an amplifier. Yeah. And then if you're doing punk rock, it should be fucking loud. Well, I, I have a, a joke genre name for this. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, when, and, it, and I use it to describe when, like, punk rockers get a little bit older and decide not to be as punk uh, loud and garish anymore. Oh, yeah. So they say they move over to acoustic guitar and start picking on acoustic guitar, and I call them punkin' pickers. Oh, yeah, I remember you saying that. So I like it. That's my genre it's for catchy. that. It's catchy. So all the Chuck Reagans that are out there, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're the punkin' pickers of yeah. the world. 
Yeah. And uh, I mean, I mean, Joe McMahon is kind of the perfect example of that. He actually writes, uh, from what I heard, he writes all the Smoke of Fire songs to be, you know, played on acoustic. Although, you know, he hasn't, I don't think they've done a new album for a long time. He's been doing solo stuff more. Um, and that makes sense because it does sound good in like as a full band with like uh, distorted guitars and everything. But when you see him uh, solo acoustic, it sounds real good. Yeah. Like he's cranking out some stuff that you're like, wow, that's he's he can he can do something with that acoustic guitar. And it actually it's, it's not that it sounds better or worse than with the band. It's just different. Whereas I feel like when you're doing just Ramon style acoustic. It just sounds worse than when you're with the band. It's mm -hmm. not just different. It's it's worse. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you know, back to the Ramones Museum. But, well, okay, yeah, go back to the Ramones oh, yeah. Museum. I wanted to, the reason I brought that up is because uh, Flo often has people come in and do acoustic sets. Uh, we kind of both agreed that we didn't want to do that because we're not really that into it. And he's kind of like getting away from it too because uh, I guess a lot of people just don't care no more about it. Um he he had this idea to do a scavenger hunt and have people come there to get tickets uh, to the show. Mm -hmm. Like somehow the scavenger hunt, like if they collected the right things, they would bring them to the Ramones Museum and then they could exchange, exchange them for, for uh, ticket. tickets. Yeah. And I was like, that's a great idea. And he's like, yeah, but I don't got time to organize that. So how about you guys just hang out and we'll have a beer? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that sounds good too, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Less work, more drinking. Yeah. I mean, there would have been an amazing thing to pull off if we did, but yeah, that would be a lot of fucking planning. Mm -hmm. As someone who's planned a scavenger hunt before, yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Well, speaking of Joe McMahon, that brings us to the next show after Berlin. Exactly. Uh, which is the hometown of Mr. McMahon, Munster. Yeah. It's funny, too, because I remember saying, maybe we say it in the interview, but I was like talking to him and uh, he's, it's like something about uh, he's now living in Germany, but it's not like he's now living in Germany. He's been there for like six years. Yeah. He's and it's like, that's that that's just his hometown now like that's that's joe mcmahon town yeah know. yeah he's got it sorted out that's right um did you want uh, that that show was pretty cool yeah the show was great um a lot of people hyped up the the venue and it was an it was all fine. ages venue the they say it's one of the best in yeah. germany yeah i mean it was cool the stage was kind of weird because it was like you had like a a little window i remember there was like the because of the way the PA hung over the stage and then you had like the the, the subwoofers or whatever in front, it was like, I don't know. <laughs> you didn't have a whole lot of space uh, to like peer out at the crowd. Well, and like the green room was off the side of the yeah, stage. So if you were was backstage when the weird. other band was playing, you yeah. were stuck back there. Yeah, but that's just, you know, stuff you got to deal with. Um, I remember that they got in-house catering there and that food was yeah, amazing. Yeah, they, they cooked a vegan meal for us that yeah. was really delicious. Some Real good. Pasta and some baked tomatoes and that's things right. like that. It was delicious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, uh, it's also, we met Jasmine at that show. Jasmine, oh, that's, the, the well, organizer no. of Fonz Fest. She Fonz came Fest? to that show, but we originally met oh, her in Hamburg. Hamburg. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. And she was like selling merch for the Hawaiians or something. Yeah. Shout out to Jasmine for yeah. uh, for that. And we're going to have to go check out her festival um, next year. That's right. I guess she's trying to get us on it, but I don't know. Uh, you know, we we wish we could play every uh, festival in Europe, but we can't. Right. <laughs> so. But it was um, the hometown of Joe McMahon, and we That's did right. have the opportunity to sit down and, and chat with Joe. Yeah. Uh, you want to explain to people who may or may not know. If you guys don't know the name Joe McMahon, I'm sorry for you. 
Uh, but he is the uh, he's the singer for uh, uh, the band Smoke of Fire, who are another Fat Records band. Uh, we actually toured with Smoke of Fire uh, a while back now on uh, like one of the second, third, third whatever tours we did with Teenage Bottle Rocket. I think we were the openers, and Smoke of Fire was like the direct support. And uh, you know, got to know those guys pretty good. Joe is the fucking. <laughs> he's a great dude and I love him and uh, it's really cool that he's living over here now and making it all happen um, and uh, as we found out in the interview he just recently had a kid baby Angus and a cute ass kid um, he's on the interview too so mm-hmm. pr- be prepared for that and uh, yeah without further ado here's our chat with Joe McMahon thanks for listening to the Intruder Green Podcast by now you probably heard about our sponsor Stupid Rad Merch Company and if you haven't then listen up because I gotta tell you Stupid Rad Merch Company is a great web store with a bunch of your favorite bands at stupidradmerch.com and if you're in a band and need some work done they can get you totally covered for a modest price and super quick turnaround time but don't just take it from me here's what the ladies from Bad Cop Bad Cop had to say about it yeah, comes you know. up with great ideas it's always pushing always moving Simeon is delightful to work with he's yeah. very responsive and professional and it's the quality of the shirts I like yeah high quality high very, quality very well done very well done on the ink it, it really feels does. like a family again yeah. it feels like it's it's a place where you can you can trust what's happening and don't forget to use the code prison at checkout and get a 15% discount on all stupid red branded apparel that's P-R-I-S-O-N I think I don't really know how to spell but those are the letters they told me to say stupidredmerch.com Let's do it. I'm already recording all this beer, all this diegetic beer opening oh, audio. Yeah, that's right. We got some good B roll. Beer roll? Beer roll. That's that good beer roll. That's right. <laughs> I guess we'll break right into it then, though. Yeah, jump in, Green. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Joe McMahon. Hello. Yeah. What's we- up, Joe? How you doing? Do we call you Joe McMahon of Smoke of Fire or Joe McMahon of Joe McMahon Industries or what? No, you can just call me Joe. Okay, I'll just call you Joe. That sounds good to me. Good old Joe. Yeah. Or Joey, you know, you can call me Joey. It's okay. Oh, yeah, Joey. <laughs> Joey Donuts, right? Joey Donuts. That's yeah. right. Joey Bag of Donuts? Yeah, that was from my uncle when I was a kid, yeah. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right on. So we're, we're here in, uh, in Munster, Munster, Germany. Um, yeah, running out on the road, and you live here now. Yeah? I live here. Yes. How been crazy is that? It's crazy. It's not even like I live here now. Thing. You've been here for a while. Six years. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. All right. That's right. So you are well, much more well versed in the goings on of Germany than than I am for sure. Oh, me too. You know. In a way, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But I also um, I moved here with an artist visa, so I've spent like seven months. Six months of the year on the road. So. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you still got to do that, huh? I have to, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a that's a tough job. It is. Somebody's got to do it. But yeah, it is. But it's, it's been you. fun. It's yeah. been fun. A lot of yeah. yeah, I imagine yeah. it's been a lot of fun, especially for a guy who's accomplished as much as you've accomplished. So, I still love traveling. Yeah, yeah. I don't blame people that don't anymore, but I still love it. I still and love and it. you prefer like now that you're here, mainland Europe. Is this the focus of doing a lot of stuff in in Europe, or is do you find that going back to the states now, for example, is uh, different, better, worse? I mean, we've talked to a lot of artists, and and I know from also past experiences, like touring in the states, touring in Germany, touring in Europe, is yeah. very very different things. 
so after six years and now kind of being a local, what do you think about all that stuff? Yeah, honestly, I know it, it's going to make me not popular, but it's, it's hard to go back to be honest. Yeah. When I go back, yeah, I mean, you guys know, like you're just, uh, the hospitality and everything, you're just treated so well here. Yeah. And, uh, it's tough to go back. And also part of it is like, uh, I, I toured the States for 15 years mm-hmm. and I went to, we did a 50 state tour against me. And it's not that like I've been there, done that, but I toured the U S for 15 years. And now I, yeah. I just like going to new places mm-hmm. all That's the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of that. Um, do you get, does it factor into your artist visa when you're touring in the States? Like, do they count the money you make doing that? Or is it got to be like you're working in Europe? No, they do. They just have a bottom line number. They yeah. say you got to make this much per year to support yourself because we don't. We're not going to fucking help you. Oh yeah. And uh, and it's, they, is it, it's only solo or is it like the the when you're touring with the band that counts too. Everything counts. Wow. Yeah, it's it's with the band. It's solo. Um, whatever you do, as long as they know that you're making enough money to support yourself, then yeah. you're fine. That's good. Yeah. This is an educational thing for all the people who. Are trying to become expatriates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, asking for a friend. Pretty yeah, much, yeah, basically, yeah. anybody in a. It seems like anybody in a band these days is like, I'd have fallen in love with some European woman <laughs> or just like getting over here somehow. <laughs> I mean, what? Well, yeah, you know, like, or or starting a taco pal taco burrito place in Nuremberg. Oh, you did know, you go to Crazy, Crazy Nate's? Nate. We haven't been there yet. We're going Shout there later out. on the tour. I made sure Tom, our TM, set a, a He's plan legit. for it. So we'll have time to go it's, there. It's legit. Nice. It's legit. Because yeah. I was right. there with the guys from Nothington from San Francisco. And I've yeah. listened to those guys battle and bitch and moan about burritos and fight about them <laughs> with yeah. the guys from San Diego and everywhere else. It's it's rough it's over legit. here. Getting yeah. good Mexican Oh, it's impossible. Germany. I mean, yeah. the thing is, I met Nate in Amsterdam a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I had just discovered that Mexican food wasn't a thing here. And I used to work in Mexican restaurants. Restaurants, and yeah. I was like, we met at a barbecue in Amsterdam, and we we're like, oh, two guys from America at a barbecue yeah. in Amsterdam, and I was like, and I was <laughs> like, right. and I was like, I'm gonna open up. Mexican food restaurant and he goes yeah. I'm doing it next month fuck you I, I beat you to it <laughs> oh, shit, and I was right. like god damn it yeah. and he, yeah, and he did him it for a long time like yeah. you know I don't want to age myself a date or whatever oh, oh little buddy our little dude he's good yeah so yeah it was, uh, it was amazing to me when he was like oh yeah I know that guy oh yeah. cool yeah, it's, do, it's do great do you want to introduce our special guest who's oh, this is my special guest Angus this is his first interview and he may have just shit his pants. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. That's how <laughs> do we need to take a break? Ah, he looks like he's doing okay. Oh, he's hungry. He wants that. That He doesn't want that finger. He wants something else. Yeah, we were talking about boobs downstairs. That's right. And how, I like uh, boobs. how nice boobs are. Yeah. Boobs are a nice thing. They're all right. And I can do this at once. Watch this. Hold on. All right. Are you going to do a magic trick here? Yeah. All right. We can narrate this, too, for the folks who can't see it. All right. Joe's taking a baby out. He's going to do something magical, I think. Do some... Uh, he's got a big beard right now. Joe does, not the baby. So he might be a <laughs> wizard, and he's going to cast a spell on on, a, on baby. Is it, um, is it a dance magic dance? Oh, no, yeah. It's called the Superman. Oh. It's called the Superman. Oh, so now you swing the this. baby like he's Superman. Yes. Or maybe like a sloth on a tree. He loves this one. Oh, and he's yeah. chilling now. Yeah, that's oh, right. good. A little seeker for all the dads out there. It's called the Superman. Superman. Yeah. So this is cradled face down with the rocking motion. The baby <laughs> this means I have to fart, but I can't. 
Ah. Ah. This is how you I get have that problem out. all the time. I should get somebody to do that to me. <laughs> I, I can try it for you, Green. I can all right. Try we'll cradle we'll you try like it that. later. Try this. Because I pretty much always have to fart. Try this. Fart 40% loaded, but that's where it's yeah, That's right. You'll that's, see that's his mood improve dramatically. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So you had mentioned earlier that you were just finishing up a run of shows with Nothington. Or we, yeah. had done this. How did that go? It was great. I mean, Nothington just sort of ended. I, I wish I could have been there. The last show was in California, of course, and I couldn't make it out. But the last European tour, we did, I think, six weeks. And... Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, I was I was only in the band for two years, but um, it was it was a blast. I had the best time playing with those guys. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Yeah, one of our first tours. Well, it, yeah, it's funny how uh, you know small the the, the punk scene or the, small the world is when uh, you know like one of our first tour with Teenage Bottle Rocket, nothing to was on, and then like the next half of that tour or something, you guys were on. Yeah, it was us and yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I see you guys in Bottle Rocket. Yeah, yep. Good times. God, that was how when, when is that? Was a that was a while ago. <laughs> yeah, it was a while ago. It was at least like six years ago or something. And I it still was got the, eight years ago. I, I think. still got my crawdad tattoo from New Orleans. Oh, I know you remember that night. I do Hom- because in, what was it? Homa, 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 Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people getting kicked out multiple times. The boil of a bar that had about fifteen <laughs> people tops in it. Did yeah. you get a crawfish tattoo in a bar? <laughs> no, because of the show. Basically. This was the idea that you, you had the show and then you got the tattoo to commemorate. Uh, yeah, but I did do it that night uh, by a, a tattoo guy who just, he said, hey, come down to my uh, tattoo places down the street and uh, I'll give you guys all free tattoos. And it was the end of the night and he was just as drunk as we were. Nice. So I'm glad it turned out okay. That looks all right. Yeah. That's yeah. a good looking, good looking crawdad. Yeah, we yeah. did. We did. They did a big boil where they just dump a bunch of crawfish and oh, potatoes and shrimp. Yeah, and it's delicious. You got and then Old you have to, Bay in the water yeah. and just go nuts. And you're just like, I'm definitely going to throw up on stage tonight, but it's going to be worth it. <laughs> and, and it's going to smell fabulous. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, you know? Yeah, when I was living in Brooklyn, I had like 17 pounds of live crawfish shipped to me once so I could do a crawfish boil on oh our back porch. Oh my God. Yeah. It's a brilliant idea. That might be a, a Intruder Green's kitchen idea. Ooh, we need to pull that's off. a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. I don't know if we can get Airmail Louisiana to to Leipzig. <laughs> yeah, might be might be rough. A little bit more expensive, yeah. and I don't know if they'd all survive the flight. Yeah, but <laughs> we can try it. We'll figure it out. I we'll just come up with the ideas. We will figure out the logistics later. Well, you know, I heard recently that some people dumped some lobsters in like a pond in Berlin, and they bread like crazy and well, yeah, the really? rest, restaurants actually started serving them so just dump there a bunch go. of crawfish in the in oh, a little in lake in leipzig or, make your own crawfish you know oh man yeah. diy crawfish i mean they're know? like cockroaches basically <laughs> pretty the much yeah. they just, they just water replicate. bugs yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right and eat all the garbage <laughs> and all the cocaine water though in the uk bottom dwellers cocaine but this place, in the uk yeah you didn't hear that they found the shrimp that uh they tested the shrimp in the river in, in the uk and they oh. found that they all had a cocaine in their system delicious because everybody's shrimp. flushing their cocaine down the toilets all the time oh really so it's into the water system now interesting <laughs> no comment all right <laughs> who flushes cocaine anyway <laughs> that's uh, right so 
Sorry, we just kind of tangented off. It's good. I'm holding a baby. Hey, this I'm, is, I feel this like isn't I'm just the, shot at that I'm no more. This is also the Intruder Green podcast, so we got to we gotta do that, you know? It, what, do shots? Oh, well, no, we can't. We well, don't we're got doing nothing. shots of Bex because we're in. Yeah, we're, we're in a special venue. Um, it's a really cool venue, but uh, yeah, they don't do booze here. It's only beer. Well, they were, they were telling me that this has been uh, voted one of the top venues in Germany. This is a great venue. Great yeah. venue. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it when you like when you walk in. It's not all flashy and stuff, but oh, but it's clean. Incredible venue, and yeah. the people come out. Yeah. Oh, it's a really great venue. We were looking at some of the past shows that were pasted up on the green room downstairs, and like Baby Metal played here. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> great That's crazy. I would have wanted to see that show. If you want to do a amazing. shot, what you need to do is so on the other side of this being one of the best venues across the street is one of the worst bars in Germany. Hey. Oh yeah. We got to check that it's out. It's called butts. Butts. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's it on is, the picture. It is terrible. It's a butt. It's yeah. awful. It's worse than a butt. The it's, inside it is of the worst. It's the lowest of the low. Excellent. Ooh. I love going there. I will go there and do a shot and then leave. Maybe we should, yeah, maybe we should <laughs> run out after this interview, go do the shot for the interview since we don't have them here. And then, just get it dealt with. At yeah, butts we could do it afterwards. That. I like that idea. It's called yeah. butts. You got to go follow up on that. Yeah, absolutely. So, what what what's next? What are you getting into now? Yeah, uh, obviously, you got to keep touring with right? Daddy Duty. It's a lot of stuff going on, but um, right now the plan is like uh, Smoker Fire has been doing these reunion shows, just festivals, like mm-hmm. kind of like two a month in like nine or ten countries, and. That is going to end in September, and now we do Russia in September, and then Russia, uh, yeah. Oh God, what? Yeah, and then uh, I mean, might as well play it now before you can't anymore, (laughs) or 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 playing. I don't know. Are they just? Is it just going to be like America is part of Russia soon? I don't. Could be. Yeah, I like it easier. That seems to be where we're headed. Yeah. After that, I just got. uh, I'm going to do a tour with John Snodgrass in October. Some solo stuff. And then the good thing about living in Germany is the government is going to pay me to be on maternity leave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, with this you know, guy. All that great. From January <laughs> What do they call that? Yeah, exactly. So uh, I got like three records to write. I've been on the road for like six years straight. Done like 800 shows in like 40 countries. Yeah. So I'm going to sit down for like six months and hang out with this dude. And I've got like three records I want to write. Awesome. Nice. Take some, awesome. take some time. Well, and I'm going to I'm going to put because we're on the record now, I'm going to I'm going to pen it to the ground. You also have a festival to plan. Which one? Oh, Expatriates yeah. Day. <laughs> we have to do Expatriates Day. Yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Absolutely. It, Corey Call. But is it the idea it's on St. Patrick's Day? Well, it doesn't have to necessarily be. Saint, oh, yeah. It was the day. day. What was the it was? Saint, uh, yeah. We should do it on the 4th of July. Was, what are we talking about? You had a special name for it though. It wasn't just Expatriates Day, or was it? Well, well, yeah, it was the day after St. Patrick's Day, and I was with Corey Call. Oh, yeah, that's why it was. And Jason Thompson, and it was three Americans playing a show in Germany that have all moved to Germany. And Corey Call said, uh, happy Expatrick's Day. Yeah, that's what it is. I think it's going to be a festival coming soon to a... A yeah. country besides America. Well, now, yeah, now it's right. on the record. So we're, <laughs> probably to, Germany. It seems <laughs> like probably Germany. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe we do it in Nuremberg and go get burritos too. <laughs> Ooh. Maybe we do it at the burrito place. That could work. It's going to be a little too big for that. Close the the street down in front of it. Right? (laughs) We just close the street, build a stage. Sure, why not? Maybe a part of Americans will do whatever we want. That's the way it works, right? (laughs) Just come take over. This was a free country. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you can get away with all sorts of stuff here. I keep telling people it's like the prison system over here. 
Uh, it, it's real nice, nicer than the States. And it's like, you think about uh, Germans being uptight, and they kind of are, but it's like, if you break their laws, yeah, they'll, they'll crack the whip, but the laws are actually pretty uh, easy to not break. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah there's, I mean, there's a story about like when I first moved here to Minster, I was standing on my balcony and it was like a Sunday morning and I was hung over and I was smoking a cigarette and I was looking across the street and there was this kid that was just completely fucked up on drugs. Yeah. Just like thought he was in like an invisible airplane, just <laughs> kind of like on the side of the street and people were walking by and he's just, he didn't know where he was, but he looked like a college kid. He was dressed decently. And I'm just kind of standing there like fascinated, like, oh, this kid's going to prison. You know, like just waiting for the cops to show up and tackle him. And yeah. I, was, I lived in Richmond, Virginia in Boston. So I was like, this guy's going down pretty quick. And I'm just sitting there and Maggie's like, what are you looking at? I'm like, I'm waiting for this kid to get tackled by the police. And she's like, no, what was he doing? And I was like, he's all fucked up on drugs. And so nothing is happening. And she's like, why don't you go get some orange juice? And I was like, okay. So I go to the store, I come back, he's still out there. Yeah. And I go up and I'm still sitting there. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, I don't understand where are the police and uh, all of a sudden the cops show up and they're standing next to him on the street. And I'm like, what's happening? Why aren't they doing anything? Why isn't he on the ground? He isn't, he isn't breaking any rules. Yeah. I understand. Like, did they already, they're anybody, like, right? did they already shoot him? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So what, I'm like, what are they waiting for? I don't understand. Like he's on the ground getting handcuffed and all this. And then uh, at one point the guy's so fucked up and he reaches next to, to the cop and he grabs this gun. And the cop kind of giggles and like it smacks his hand like, don't do that. He's like, no, no. And I was like, that's <laughs> oh the craziest God. thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, that's he pretty didn't crazy. shoot that kid in the face. <laughs> oh, no. So they still aren't doing anything and I'm waiting. And what happens? A taxi cab pulls up and the cops help this kid into the cab and the cop pulls out his wallet and pays the cab driver to take him home. Oh, and I was like, that's shit. the craziest thing I've ever seen in my yep, life. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, it should be normal. I mean, should be, should be. Normal. Well, that's what she said. Yeah. She goes, what's so weird about that? Cops, yeah. cops are here to help us. And I go, yeah. okay. <laughs> yes. Here, was, here they are here to help you. We yeah. played a concert so much um, else, with, with my old rock and roll band. We played a concert in the Netherlands in this like small little dwarf north of Amsterdam. And uh, after the show, like we stuck around and had a few beers backstage or whatever, but we had to drive back. We were sleeping in Amsterdam and uh, the, the, the town just like emptied, right? Like ghost town yeah. after midnight. Yeah. No lights on, no shops open, the bar closed, no cars. And the four of us piled into the car that we were in and we, we like pulled around and we were sitting somewhere and we had to do the Google Maps, you know, to get, get ourselves back. Yeah. So we stopped in the middle of the street. There was nobody around. We're checking, loading the Google Map directions and all this stuff. And as we're sitting there for like two, three minutes, then a police car pulls around in front of the bar. And I immediately my heart sank i'm like yeah, shit of course yeah. we've been drinking like all this like we're fucked it's amsterdam of course i have or it's the netherlands of course i got weed on me and I just like all the panic alarms go off and these cops pull up beside the car and are just like hello is everything okay yeah and we're like oh yeah we're just loading the map you know like all all cool like trying to play it cool we're like just yeah, load yeah. the map we gotta go back to amsterdam and they're like oh we can take you there. You follow us. Isn't that just crazy? follow us. Isn't that the crazy? Police pulled out and like led us a on a procession. That's what I want to would have ran away. How to get out <laughs> of this so trap? Yeah. I know this game. It was really, it was really cute. <laughs> it was really cute because when on the entryway to the highway, they weren't getting on the highway, so they pulled off to the side and they flipped the lights on. And as we drove past, both of them were in the car with the windows rolled down, just waving as nice as could Have be, like night. drive safe. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> 
It's strange. It's a completely different world, man. It's so strange. To protect and serve, not to scare and rape you for money. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. People here say that. They're like, you really have to mess up to get arrested here. Yeah, yeah. Really mess up. And they're intimidating police. They look like like actual police. Well, it's difficult to become a cop here. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, you have to go through a serious program to become a cop. Yeah. And, uh, I always flash back to New York City and like, you know, Joey Donuts. He, he's not running half a block, you know, to chase you down. If you, <laughs> no. That's right. why they pull out that gun and shoot. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, I yeah. They don't want to chase up. you. I can't. <laughs> Bang, whatever. <laughs> One of us is going to die. Yeah. Not <laughs> that's running. right. It's not me from running. <laughs> should we play a, a traditional I'll take a shot at that game? Yeah, of course we should. I think it would be really good. Uh, you've had you, six years here in Germany. Okay. Um, we have played a game before with bands and artists that have been touring through Germany. But okay. since you have a little bit deeper um, uh, understanding and a little bit longer experience, maybe you would like to join us uh, in playing a version of Germany's a Trip. I love it. So uh, oh, what, yeah, we, what we'd ask game. you to do for, do you remember this? Yeah. We haven't done it with you either, Green. No, but I remember hearing it before. Yeah. Oh, so maybe maybe we get your take on it too at some point. But uh, so the way that we play Germany is a trip is I want you to come up with the thing about Germany that absolutely is like the most confusing, complex, like just can't fathom or understand it, most foreign thing. And then the opposite of that, the unique thing that you absolutely love the most. Okay. So it's the top and the bottom. Okay, that's difficult. Take your time. Think about it. Take a, take a drink. Take a shot at it. Okay. Okay. I mean, you could change your mind later. You could name something now and be like, oh, actually also this. And nobody's going to like. Yeah. I mean, it's a drinking podcast after all. So I don't, <laughs> they're not going to hold you to it. It's not going to be like written in the new Bible or something. I mean, maybe we could. Maybe maybe that's a good maybe. business venture. I, I did work for Elrond. <laughs> that's right. The new Bible. Call it the new Bible. We might have to come up with a, a different name for it than the new the Bible. The new testament. <laughs> the newer testament. The newer testament. Wait, I like no, it, the, 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 the new S. We could do it like the government. The Green New Testament. <laughs> the new Green Testament. Yeah. Well, that's like what they're doing in the in the with the Green New Deal, which I I very much like the branding on that. <laughs> you don't vote for that, you know. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, we'll, we'll call it the Green New Testament. All right, sounds good to me. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. God, there's so many things that confuse me on a ba- on a daily basis. One thing it's that confuses me every day is if you're walking down the street, Germans d- don't get out of your way. Like they, they will walk straight through you. Like yeah, I don't know. I noticed what, that too. Do you know this? Yeah, I don't understand what this is. Like it's not. It's like you can be pushing a baby carriage. It doesn't matter. You have to swerve. Like it's like yeah. I'm going there. It's like, it's like this, they're in a group. Uh, yeah. and you're one person with maybe even a baby carriage, yeah. and they're still like, "Oh no, I, this is I'm my going space." This way, yeah. yeah. It's constantly. I don't get it. I, my just, space. Do you think like it's like? Do you think it's program. like a game of chicken though? To where it's like they're. they're <laughs> I don't. I've never. Have you been, ever just shoulder blocked a mofo? If in a bad mood, if I get pushed too far, if I've got, if it's happened a few times, I'm like, I'm walking straight. Yeah, my space. And now. then you'll brush shoulders, and they're kind of like, "What's your deal? I was walking here." And they're like, like, "Well, so I was, was I." <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. They're like, "I was like, okay, I still now I'm really more confused, like because I was too, you know, like, and I was on this side of the road." Yeah, that's one thing that I just will never get. It's been six years, and every day. I'm still just like motherfucking like what the well I can't tell get like it. what is it What's I, I don't the know that's a, a well as a New Yorker if I'm walking you like 
no, don't get in my way. Right. And and that's yeah, you're like, over I'm walking me. here. I'm walking. But if you're gonna, that's a real if you're about thing. to hit somebody, won't you kind of a little? I mean, step, I will a step. A, a little. Know? Well, again, like you were saying, it depends on the day. Yeah. Because if it's one of those days where I'm just like, nope. Yeah. I'm walking. Yeah. You can you can do the dodge. Right, maneuver. right, right. I don't have to do that. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, just out of common courtesy. But New Yorkers don't, you don't fuck around with right. each other. But like, you guys you, have your side of the road. Well, yeah. It's on kinda, the sidewalk. You know, you know you like get, I'm on, on the right, right, you're on the left. Yeah, See, that's the not right. the thing here. That's not, there's no rhyme or reason to See, it. We yeah. just, it could be like, just I'm on my side, I'm, I'm on the right. And it's still, well, okay, you're coming at me, but you're on my side. It doesn't matter. It's like, well, I always equate it in the United States to like, it's the same way that you drive a car. And, yeah. and I don't think Germans know how to drive very well either. They like, <laughs> do not, do, don't, play, don't play that here. Oh, That's the yeah. only thing they care about. No, they love drive to drive. Cars and driving. They well, love to drive and they, they love about. to drive super yeah. fast. Yeah, but they're real intense. bad at it. <laughs> to get their driver's license is super intense. It's a super expensive too. Yeah, yeah, but I've never seen so much. Like, I was telling them, I was like, it's, it's also like, confusing driving because you got to deal with like the tram rails and shit the bikes and there's like all sorts of weird traffic and the bikes the and bikes it's like from behind i kind of can't blame them too much for it either because of that yeah. i mean i don't know one, i would be confused one is on a bike the other is in a two-ton death machine i think that yeah. somebody has a little bit more and it's really hard too because your first car yeah, is a mercedes get the fuck out of the way <laughs> you know we're a bmw some kind of beater it, bmw like yeah it sucks you know it's That's tough right. it's right. embarrassing being you know 16 and having a bmw <laughs> that hard living like you know when the new mercedes comes out <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a, <laughs> yeah yeah you say it buddy <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that was yeah. the quote wow on cue how did that even happen it's good. perfect it's good. good all right so now the flip of the coin there's the most amazing best thing oh, about the god place. i could honestly talk down blue in the face about that mm -hmm. i mean like to be honest like having my son here like he's gonna have amazing education for free he's gonna have health care yep. there's no guns here there's no gunshots like, let's be clear though it's not free well it's not free you pay for it but if exactly if he can't pay for it, he's still gonna have it Right, still exactly. gonna be able to go to a doctor, and, and you know you pay you pay taxes in yeah. America too, but you don't get you don't get anything for like it. that. Yeah, you just get like slightly cheaper oil or something. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's way cheaper. They give you oil cheap gas so you can get to work. Yeah. You know, that's the way it works. Right. But got to keep you working. There's no gunshots here. Nobody gets shot here. You know, like things that's like right. that. Uh, I'm so thankful that he's born here and that he's gonna be okay like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm stoked for you too. Yeah. It's a it's a good way to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's real great. And also, yeah. they believe in cheap beer. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Cheaper yeah. Like water. in Germany, like amazing. beer is a right. It's it's a it's not a you know, beer is a right. It's cheap and it's everywhere. Yeah, it's kind I of a bummer that. that we're like near Munster uh, because you get Bex as the local. Nothing wrong with Bex. Bex. I like. I, mean, comes in I never drank a Bex in my life says before you. I moved here, and I like Bex. That's right. Me too. <laughs> yeah, like to me, my favorite. my favorite beers to drink are uh, in Germany. Well, actually, have you had Stortebaker? Ah, Stortebaker is no. real good. It's, I think it's kind of new. And, ah, uh, come on. You think it's been it's around? It's been around. Uh, just okay. up north. Yeah, it's from, from up north, uh, and uh, it's real good. They do some different things. They've got a, the Atlantic Ale is kind of like a, almost like an APA or something, just kind of like a light pale ale. You know the story behind that, right? Like why it's called Sturbecker? No. He was a pirate. Oh, but he was good. like he was like a, he's a folk hero. He was like a Robin Hood style pirate. He oh, would nice. rob He would rob Dutch trading ships and bring them back to the German villages and drop off all the stuff that he stole. That's cool. Yeah. That makes me like the beer even more. And it's yeah. also delicious. Cool. And they make a Scotch ale too, which like 
how the fuck are you gonna find a scotch <clears throat> ale in Germany? It's so good, but they it's actually really good. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. We should get Studebaker to make some kind of schnapps for us that we could they can spot. You listening, well, Studebaker? I'm talking to you. We need a Studebaker schnapps, or they can just give us like a case podcast. of beer and we'll drink that too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All of the above. Green. Yeah. Well, why don't you do uh, some of your would you rather's? Yeah, that's kind of a thing we do on the Intruder Green podcast. Uh, second half is usually some would you rather questions. But since we're doing a little mishmash here, we could probably just do one. So I'll ask you a really uh, deep one because I know you're a deep guy because uh, uh, I read your lyrics. Uh, would you rather have uh, edible spaghetti hair that regrows every night or sweat maple syrup? <laughs> spaghetti. Really? Spaghetti. Does it come with sauce? Spaghetti. That's a or is good it just question. the noodles? Well, shit. I feel like I've thought about this one before. Maybe I asked it before because I have an idea of like, is it uh, hard and it breaks off? No, or I bet is it's just like maybe it's wet. already ready to go. I'm still going with spaghetti. I love maple syrup, but I love pancakes. But I have like one pancake, and I'm like, that's enough. Yeah. So you go, I go with spaghetti. Spaghetti I have every day. I mean, come on, yeah. sweat maple syrup. That has to be an auto. No, although, right? although if you sweat, I would think it would be you would just be you like sweat maple syrup. That shit's expensive. You could sell it. No oh, shit. Yeah, not, that's, that's could you though? Shit. It's all over your body. Oh, yeah. They don't, they don't know. Just, Imagine, they like, don't make know. it out with ladies about it. and just, just being... Like, oh, that'd be a hot date. You'd be like, Dick. hey, baby, I made your pancakes. Check this out. <laughs> you just, like, get some sweat on there. I guess she's I'm like, a, oh, this is delicious. I'm a we sweaty guy, now. though. I'm a sweaty guy. I'm sweating as we're doing Could this podcast. If I was like, covered I, in I maple syrup right now. I saw that Tinder that you sweat syrup. Yeah, that's right. That's what you got to put on your Tinder. Everybody lies on there anyway. I just sweat put maple put syrup. Put on their boat. You got both. All right, yeah. Somebody needs Here's to put I sweat maple syrup on their Tinder profile and let us know what happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> well, we need what we need is like a test. We need somebody to put I sweat maple syrup and we need to put oh. I, I grow spaghetti hair. Yeah. And the person who hooks up the most, then we know which one's better. This yeah. Is, this is good. I think I'm just going to put both on mine. Nice. <laughs> Roll the dice. Delicious. <laughs> Delicious maple syrup spaghetti. You want to go on a date with me, ladies. <laughs> so, yeah. We've taken up a lot of your time, and I know you got this little little man here to contend with. Joe McMahon, thank you so much for, for joining us on our crazy road show, Intruder Green slash I'll Take a Shot at That Podcast. Thanks for having me. Um, do you want to take a second to plug all the pluggables? Um, well, I'll be at Brack Rock Festival with Smoke of Fire in Belgium next weekend. And Sweet, then, we'll see you uh, there. For yeah, everyone in Russia listening, I'll be there in September. <laughs> and uh, websites, social media, where everybody can find the tour schedules, all that stuff. Yeah, um, just on Facebook, Smoker Fire, or my solo band, like full band, is Joe McMahon and the Dockaneers. And um, after that, I'll be out with John Snodgrass in Europe in October. So look nice. for those tour dates. That's awesome. pretty much it. Excellent. <laughs> you want me to do my socials? No, no. <laughs> No, I was hoping you would wrap up. Oh, right. Well, this, I don't know how, I, I, my whole thing is I don't know how to end a podcast, so I never like, you just do keep anything. going? Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're getting ended by, uh, Angus, by end it. And Angus, do it. Angus, you want to do it? Angus. You want to end it? <laughs> perfect, perfect. Perfect. Thanks so much. 
So again, big thanks to Joe McMahon of Smoker Fire for sitting down to chat with us. It was loads of fun. I want to let you guys know we're going to wrap this episode up. But uh, the next couple of episodes, we're going to continue to do it this way. We're going to move through the rest of the shows. That's right. Uh, we're going to tell our war stories and, and tour stories and the highlights and the lowlights. Yeah. And we got a couple of other interviews uh, to pepper in on this. So tune in next uh, next week when we pump out the, the second portion of our tour recap crossover special here. I mm-hmm. am Matthew Hendershot. Thanks for listening to I'll Take a Shot at That. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching at Shot at That or by tagging at Shot at That. And of course, uh, you can go to shotatthat.com to find all of our archival stuff. And please, please, please check us out over on Patreon. I'm going to start publishing some of the photos over there, um, a little video clips and everything like that from the tour. Uh, and that's patreon.com slash shot at that, where you can become a patron and support the show today. Green. Oh yeah, I'm Intruder Green. Uh, you can hit hit up the Intruder Green podcast if you're listening to this on a shot at that podcast, and uh, uh, yeah, you can hit me up on at Intruder Green on all the social medias, um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I pay attention to some more than others. Uh, Patreon.com/slash Intruder Green if you want to help me out with my show, and uh, yeah, the call in line is one six zero eight five three five nine six zero eight. Cool. We'll check you next time. Thanks a lot. And that's it for the Intruder Green Podcast. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, you get ready for the next part with uh, the crossover with I'll Take a Shot at That cover right up. And uh, yeah, I got to give, uh, <laughs> I got to do this because we got a new one. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Pink. Happy birthday to you. All right. The Intruder Green Podcast is produced by Colin Bennett, hair and makeup by Genevieve Smith, set design by Dylan Raymer, catering by Matthew Hendershot, lighting, Squeak Lights, Rahway, New Jersey. Our theme song is Particles by Typros. Without alcohol, dudes like us would fail the test of life.